You are listening to Let's Go, the weekly anime podcast about weekly anime from Dynamite in the Brain and Secret of the Sailor Madness. So come along and hang with the Let's Go gang. It's Dwayne. Hello. It's Niall. How are you? And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of the 25th to the 31st of July, 2021, with two exceptions. And the first exception is Great Pretender, Act 2, Part 5, Singapore Sky, in which we reach the end of our grift Mm. as uh, the gang... Part Sam from his money, and I guess his brother, who was in on it, or, or at least aware that it was happening, it becomes clear within the start of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in on it, but maybe he's not too happy about being in on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm. that, that seems to be what the situation was, is that he really wanted to race uh, Lance, is it? Is that Lewis? No, Lewis. Lewis. That's yeah. it. And it was an L name. Um but his uh, brother said no and sabotaged the plane and put him in a wheelchair. But before we get to that, though, we've got to deal with Abby attempting to kill him. Yep, because uh, that was quite the cliffhanger. Um, I, I thought they handled it pretty well where like, he's kind of like barely getting out of the chair and just goading her. It's like, yeah, I dropped a big shit on Baghdad. What are you going to do about it? Mm. Um, and like, it's it's kind of clear from later it's just like yeah he just wants to fucking die basically um, yeah. it's not it's not that he feels good about what he did it's more so just like yeah kill me i'm, it's I'm a, a shell it's, of a man it's all funny as well how like she's uh you know she has this kind of longing for death for release from this torment that, she, that she's been to herself when it comes down to committing somebody else so it's like oh hang on a minute not letting you off that easy mm. Mm. it does help that um our boy intervenes as well and nearly gets stabbed for his trouble. Yes. Uh, mm. It's very much the Edimura and Abby show this episode. As uh, mm. it, it's it, The story feels like almost, oh, it, it's getting rid of the antagonism between her and him. Uh, because they, the, he, after he speaks to Clark and learns about the fact that he wanted to race Lewis, then he makes his own bet, as he puts it, but it's they're working a scheme within a scheme here where mm. they're going to let Lewis and, Cl- and uh, Clark have their race by Lewis switching out for Abby. Mm. Uh, and they can race each other fairly without the sabotage that uh, Edinburgh was supposed to put in the tank. Mm. And it does like establish like his wife knows that uh, lewis's wife knows that this is like yeah i know he's been doing physio without me he really wants to get back in the in the cockpit basically yeah yeah this could make it difficult for for aunt and them to uh fulfill the con as planned but they find a way to pull it off and everybody gets to learn a valuable lesson I think it was the thing of A, they thought it's just like, can we really trust Edward and Abby not to fuck this up? And it's just like, mm, just in case they actually do a race and we're just like, let's just fix it. We'll fix the whole fucking yes. thing from a certain point of view. Yes. <laughs> we, we, if we can't fix the race, we'll fix the perception of the race. Which I was just like, that's fucking rad. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, that, that's how, that that's part of the scam in the sting, isn't it? Is, putting together a betting office where the races aren't actually happening mm. at the time they think they're happening. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's just part of the, that scam. Uh, man, watching this makes me really want, want to watch The Sting again, because, boy, that's obviously the big inspiration for probably every <laughs> single con man story after the fact. Mm-hmm. You didn't like matchstick men starring Nicholas Cage? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, Lewis and... Uh, I just realised Lewis and Clark as the... Uh, <laughs> as, a, as a joke within a joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, they, they race and Clark wins. So, so Clark, even though he's going to lose all his money and this racing thing, he learns that he is actually as good as he thinks he is. Possibly that 
his brother did not need to be fixing this for him all the time. Yeah, like the thing they talk about is like, oh, what'll happen? The races now is like, well, they'll probably fall apart, but maybe someone will pick it up and it'll be like an honest, actual fucking yes, sport. They, and in that yeah. case, like uh, Clark will do pretty <clears throat> well in it. He's an excellent fucking racer. Yeah, because they make the point that in order to get the cash to bet at the casino, which they he went, they. They convince him that he's able to convince them to let him back in the casino by conning them by getting <laughs> Cynthia to place a bet so it doesn't look like a scheme. Uh, even yeah, though, of course, yeah. it's a plan, a, a con. So, yeah, the, Sam thinks he's pulling one over on Lauren when actually, of course, Lauren's pulling one over on him. Uh, mm-hmm. But they made the point that he's got all this extra cash because he's sold or he's put up the management rights and various other things to the race. So presumably yeah. now he's lost that money, whoever he got the money from now owns the race and could run it the way they would like to, as opposed to his way. Mm. And there was some like um like twists or reveals or whatever in this that I thought worked quite well that like um uh they they, they kind of figure out is this like yeah, you know the one who fucking let your man in on that you were going to not do a non-fixed race, you were going to do a legit race. That, that was you when you fucking... Yes. Because the brother put him up to it, where he's saying, like, let's race for real. Let's fucking, let's not play act this fucking thing. I, you're an excellent racer. I want to see how far I can go. And he was saying, like, yeah, fucking leave your brother out of this. You don't need to fix any races, you son of a bitch. And it's just like, well, yeah, you made it very clear. The next race we're doing is not fixed. Um just like there was less intrigue to it and more like just simple human error, basically. Yeah. And yeah, that's the short term memory he lost in the crash. So. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a plane crash. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he has no memory of doing that at all. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the thing is, yeah, they've cut together footage from there's so many more. You see, like the full uh, brackets, there's like so many races there's been. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, which is it's a fun montage in its way through though. Yeah, it's a fun way of just like you know, follow the line through the brackets as a way to uh, show the passing of time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then they all clear out, but of course they've all cleared out by the time Edinburgh and Abbey get there. Uh, and then they because they weren't in on their con, they were doing the separate yeah. con to like the the tinted windows yes. to make it look like the different fireworks were going off. I thought they just had like TV screens up on the. Thing and I was like, no, no, they can just edit the footage and make Abby look like she won. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, from that this yeah. distance, you can't see who won. Yeah, yeah. Lauren and the gag are all celebrating on the boat, and they're like, "Well, they, they did their own scheme, so it's up to them to figure out how they're going to get out of this." <laughs> uh, meanwhile, your man's shown up with a shotgun, going like, "Give me that!" And I'm fucking like, I'm going to count to ten, and then I'm going to fucking kill you. And they're like, "We should probably. This is it, I guess." It's like, "No, nah, let's." Let's risk our lives together. It's like, because you're wearing a parachute and I'm not wearing a parachute still <laughs> out the window with them. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they get away. The lad's denying to pick them up in the board. <laughs> but uh, it all works out pretty good. And I was like, I, because they their their kind of interaction as characters, that'd be mostly like um, him talking about his failure as a pilot and her talking about, like, not that he's not the man she loved, but like she can see him falling apart as a person. I really like that kind of reconciliation between them uh, uh, towards the end. Um, that was really sweet, I thought. Yeah, uh, I, I'm also fascinated by the Kim C. Won character, the uh, Korean con woman. Mm. I was like, are we going to learn like her history with Laurent, or is it just going to be a I, I feel like they're just setting her up for yes. like a spin-off show, just where yeah. she's just being like yeah. a super badass, no matter what she yeah. does. Because <laughs> she seems to have like, her own gang who she's bringing in yeah. to yeah, yeah. his cons. Um, you've got to have somebody to be the, to be the fixer for you for any job you might go on. Like, who's the yeah. person who'll be able to fit into this role neatly and if ever we need? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we'll probably her tattoos were like part of the role she was playing in this. And I was like, no, I think she just straight up has a shitload of oh, tattoos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, ah, yeah, it was excellent, good fun. Uh, and I discovered that uh, someone I don't know if they're fan subs or over there subs from a similar source to um, what's that show with the delinquents style oh um Q Kara Orewa yeah oh. uh, yeah it's it yeah I can't remember what the English translation yeah because it's my they're... turn or it's my time yeah, yeah. it's um, yeah they're on uh, your uh, your evil powers of the internet you can find them which is uh, yeah the uh, what's it called? Uh, 
Confidence Man, JP. It's by the same author, or same writer, oh, rather. Okay. And I believe once we get to Act 4, a character from that show will show up in this show. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, they're like, uh, I think they're like an hour-long uh, dramedy. It definitely feels more specifically comic than the Great Pretender is. In the, the lead. Okay, okay. From what little I've seen of it so far, the lead is constantly breaking the fourth wall and speaking to the audience. Mm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I was curious because I, I saw like in the fourth arc, it's like, this character is from Confidence Man JP by the same script writer. I was like, okay, let's see if that's up. Apparently it's done well enough for itself that there's been three films as well. Uh-huh. Not not just like TV films, like no, just to the cinema yeah, films. Yeah, cinema okay, films, I excellent. think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I guess that it's a connected universe of uh, confidence men. <laughs> um, it's all, it's all hats and mustaches. Yes. Uh, then we've got Godzilla Singular Point, episode four, Gadabout. Who, who you loves theoretical me? math? I love theoretical math. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> who likes this is the episode where it feels like oh this the suddenly the plot is accelerating incredibly fast mm-hmm. uh as we deal with the rodans and we're like dealt like a, as twice as many characters again you've got like a, you've had all the characters introduced in the first three episodes it's like here's like the same amount of characters all over again yeah yeah as uh may gets to um the conference where she's going to meet uh, Lee and we, who else do we meet there? We meet, well, we don't meet BB. BB we see is a guy who's entering some sort of facility. It's like colossal silo like, yes. in the earth. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's like, like sports commentary game. on entering this pit basically for himself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and he's been, he's part of the same organization, but he's been sent like behind Lee's back by, uh, a woman who I can only describe as if you took Tilda Swinton and squashed her. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I'm interested in that facility cause that, that really looks like a mecha Godzilla place, doesn't it? A little bit. Mm, um... Exciting. <laughs> There was something else in here, I think. Uh, oh, there was some other material mentioned. I thought, Dad, there's going to be a Mega Godzilla in this pretty quickly, I think. I can't remember if he shows up in that end credit, the Mega Godzilla. But I mean, like, freaking um, loads of motherfuckers show up in that end bit, but they're, they're just straight up showing you a version of the monsters, at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's some people. Uh, fishermen are attacked by sea serpents, aren't they? Uh, mm. So that'll be—is it Manda? Is that the sea serpent? Yeah, uh, Manda, the big long Chinese dragon snake thing. I've only ever seen him destroy monorails, but you know, I mean, like you gotta have a thing. <laughs> it's evolved. You can go underwater now. Yun mm-hmm. uh, rings up uh, the younger guy from the uh, radio station. Yeah, I keep calling it radio station. It makes it sound like it's like Radio Five or something. Uh, but... Yeah, KLB Eight Diocho, all kaiju all the time. <laughs> well, he is ringing in with a request about a song. Yes. So I mean, I, I think that's kind of. A please problem. don't play that song again. Been <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, done no, to what? deaths. Come on, pay, pay for play going on here. I did like the kind of cut back to him taking your man into the basement, and it is like, oh, here's your problem. The alarm's going off here. Just switches it off. There we go. Problem fucking <laughs> solved. That's why he went into the basement back in the episodes yes. in the hazmat suits. It's just like, oh, we'll just switch it off at the wall. Yeah, grand. Uh, there's like more of the like the news montage where they're talking about the red dust that's on the uh, Rodans. Because they're worried it's like, uh, you know, poisonous or reactive. And it's like, no, it doesn't react to... What did they say? It doesn't react to organic matter... That they know of, like so, like that. This universe is organic matter, or whatever way you want to look at it, based yeah. off of all the the technologies later on. Yeah. Then there's a lengthy section about MD5 encryption. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's played for comedy the way she's just randomly saying words and phrases of things she can see in the room. Um, but yeah, I mean, this would be it. <laughs> yeah. It could be. It could be any combination of any fucking thing. It turns um, out to be more like one of those newspaper riddles where the answer is 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 the question being asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, uh, the military have put together like a dead Rodan camp, uh, which Yun and your other guy, the muscle guy, go and have a look at, and they notice that one of the dead Rodans has disappeared. And, mm. uh, it looks I like think these are Rodans that are going to be destroyed, whereas they've taken like a hundred to freeze and preserve for yeah. scientific research. Uh, and they're going to investigate. It looks like something has dra- something large has dragged it off, and also it's mm. something large which its back legs and front legs are operating as like different sorts of animals. I've I've forgotten the the technical <laughs> yes. name for, but it's the they say bears and humans who walk like on the flat yeah. of their foot, and cats and horses that walk on their toes. Digidental is is like a cat or a horse, and oh, it's just like yeah, it's dental no. I, I can't think of it. It's like Pam or like Pad or something. I, I But the, like the Latin for that. Yeah. I can't think of the name of it. But it's like, a, you know, like a guy in a suit on his hands and his toes when he's in the monster suit yes. crawling around on all fours. <laughs> kind of like that, basically. Well, a hideous creature it must be. Maybe if you covered him in, in spikes or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, 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 the MD5 thing resolves. It was like, oh, the thing Yun had sent her, the message was actually the answer as well. Yeah, that was the the key, yeah. basically. Mm. Uh, we get the the uh, Lee's lecture about this uh, new material, this theoretical material which they have now produced. Uh, it's strange things with light in that you that can, was bananas. That was cool can, as fuck. I thought. Yeah, you yeah. can beam a light through it, and the light begins to intensify, and then everyone's thinking, going, "Oh, it's very strange." And then, yeah, she uh, may. Uh, leaps out of her chair and goes, it's pulling photons from the future. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh. Because yeah. like, it's, it's, it's trapping the light infinitely, so the light from the future is also there infinitely, so it explodes, basically. Yeah. You can't have that, yeah. It was a really cool little kind of thing, but the different like, kind of prisms, though. This is a kind of cube, we're going to lay it down, and he takes one away from it, and say, I don't see what's wrong with that. The nature Where's the laser coming from now? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was... I mean, like, I know it's a cartoon and everything, but I was like, oh, that's fascinating, actually, <laughs> if you could do that. But to demonstrate like a theoretical thing in the actual uh, world of the, the narrative, I was just like, that's weird as fuck. That's nearly weirder than giant monsters. Nearly. Uh, uh, and while you two lads are looking, following the trail of this monster, they run into our freelance journalist friend, Kai. Or does he speci- is he specifically tailing them? It seems more yes. like, hey guys, I'm following the tracks too. <laughs> uh, and then it ends with uh, a new monster attacking some soldiers. Hmm. It's, it's Angiris, isn't it? Hey. Yes. Yeah, it hey. is. The Krillin of the Kaiju world. <laughs> Hey, come on, be cool. Yeah, well, I don't, but I like Krillin. No, he's, he's, uh, he's got a uh, moxie for a little dude. I'm trying to think who else showed up in the thing. There was um, King Caesar. Uh, fuck, who else showed up? Other guys I'm excited to fucking see. But yeah, this is a... Yeah, unless, cool of course, they're putting movie. them in the end credits so you, to make up for them not being in the show. That could also be. That, that could be the thing they're doing. <laughs> You're not going to get a real Jet Jaguar. We, that was the Jet Jaguar we got. Um because you see, like, a, a Rodan that has, like, fully flames, like, streaking from him. So it's like, yeah, we mightn't get to the full Rodan, which is fine, like, but um, I'm excited at the temptation for them to do <laughs> a bunch of other fun monsters. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the woman who I said is, uh, like, a Tilda Swinton mm. squash. She's actually called Tilda Miller. So I think that, <laughs> I think that may be deliberate. <laughs> That's on purpose. Uh, I can't remember the the uh, Michael Stephen. That's the uh, the uh, the American guy. That's the, her guide, is it? Yeah. Uh, no, he's like supposed to be like another part of the, this organization. They're all yeah working yeah, yeah. together. Sorry, I, 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 yeah. I thought it was the guy who picked her up at the airport. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he is. Uh, I mm. could be wrong. Yeah. So it's probably all on the on the on the actual website, but yeah. Yeah, because he, him, and Lee are bothered that Miller has sent BB into this area without, without consulting them in the first place. Mm-hmm. But we don't really know what this organization is, what they're up to, what's in this chamber. Uh, we didn't see much of uh, old man Otaki there, but we did see that everyone's—they've given him an award. Yes, <laughs> just sort of like yeah. Thank you, old man, for figuring this shit out, uh, rather than giving out about him on the newscast. So that was a nice, a nice change of pace. 
It was. Ah, but uh, again, this was an episode where it was like I had to force myself not just to go straight into episode five because it just yeah. flew yeah. by, yeah. even though it's just crammed with stuff. And it's weird because it's like, let's have a long conversation about fucking encryption coding. Let's have a long text conversations with emojis and shit. And I'm just like, why am I enjoying this? This is fucking great. I should ha- not hate this, but I should find it boring. It's really not, though. Yeah, if it's interesting, it doesn't need to be funny or wacky. It is, mm-hmm. but it is very light. And it's, 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 it's a cartoon, after all. But it does it in a fun way. But it doesn't forget to be interesting. It doesn't yeah, like, yeah. Uh, feel overwhelmed. Some of the, te- te- some of the temptation is... Uh, the characters that pull this kind of thing, usually ones that are adapted from some fucking uh, light novel or other. It's just that they got, I gotta sound smarter than I actually am, so I gotta like use fucking fucking philosophical or scientific things that have been done to death to illustrate this point. And Whereas these guys come like, across as just professionals around. talking shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, even even like yeah, Yon is like going through all the different kind of possibilities, uh, theoretical possibilities to explain. Uh, this phenomena is it's a bit more like a, a detective narrowing down the possible yeah, suspects yeah. in the case nearly yeah. I, I did enjoy that where he goes through like three potential options that it was all of which are very unlikely and then she's like what about option four he's like oh option four um, and he has to come up with it off the top of his head I guess there could be an option <laughs> four yeah yeah um, and that seems like based on her observance of the photons coming from the future uh, more likely the one that they already had it solved beforehand, and then you can just send the information back to yourself. You can send the answer back to yourself, basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I would... Uh, yeah. I, I mean, who knows? <laughs> I, whenever I'm like, where's this going? I have to have in mind those two Space Dandy episodes that he wrote. Like... <laughs> it does It does seem in that kind of wheelhouse, sure. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. Though, yeah, this is not the uh, show where I half expect Space Dandy to show up. <laughs> that would be the other one made by Space Dandy uh, uh, crew. Mm. Uh, next up, it is... Let's take a look at my list. Oh, it'll be that thing I'm just talking about. Sunny Boy Episode 3, The Cat Who Wore Sandals. In which our two most reclusive and socially awkward characters are sent to find the four missing... Awkward and socially reclusive characters. Yeah. Chase down these leads, actually talk to people and get clues. It's really funny that they've, like, they've, and the the shots of them, like, investigating, not witnesses, but, like, people who live on the island, like, they're students and stuff, and they're all, like, doing work and doing jobs and hoeing the ground because they have to do work in order for their money system to make any fucking sense. (laughs) Even though they can get shit for free. It's just like, yeah, we other that it'll set on fire. We have to do this. Um, as opposed to her, where she can just get stuff from Amazon and give it to people. She can just do that, but she's but not she going to. She refuses to, yeah, except for the, uh, Nagara. Uh, yeah. But before we get to all that, we were met with Nagara being sent headfirst down the toilet. <laughs> that is very funny. And we don't see that, and it makes it funnier, honestly, because it makes me think they're just kind of like dunking him or something. Yes, because it's the direction mm. he's coming into the world. Makes it yeah, clear that's yeah. how they sent him in. I mean, they did go into the toilet after him to pull him out of that that's horrible true, yes. red water with giant centipedes at the bottom. I don't know what I don't want that planet. That yeah, was no like good. Let's not go in that world. You know, that's, <laughs> let's, uh, let's just poop in that toilet and then toilet's out of order. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Rajani and Asakaze, Nozomi and Nagara have like formed a group where they're trying to map out all the portals and what worlds are there because they've discovered that. The point that Nozomi can detect with her compass power always remains at exactly the same distance from you. Hmm. Um, so they've got to try and figure out the puzzles of the worlds. Uh, but as you say, Mizuho is then call, uh, called in to search for... Initially, it's like two missing people uh, who one person noticed they were missing and they were waiting for somebody else to notice before they re- made a fuss about it and nobody did. That uh, felt very real, honestly. Yeah, mm, yeah. Uh, and then a second person, then that encourages somebody to point out that somebody else is missing. And as mm. Mizuho does no work, she just sells things to people. 
like showing up late to the meeting, yes. drinking a bubble tea she ordered off from Amazon. Um, it's just like, yeah. you don't have to work, so you solve the mystery. All yes. of us have to work well, for it. Well, Pony threatens to put it to a vote, which is what makes Mizuho volunteer. Because yeah, presumably yeah, she like, thinks, oh, right, right. Pony's just going to fix the vote. <laughs> yeah, I know how votes go. Like, mm. yeah, I know how democracy works. Mm. And yeah. she takes Nagara as her assistant, Makes it absolutely I'm the clear. You're yeah. my assistant. Yeah. That's how this fucking goes. You just take notes and reiterate <laughs> things I say. <laughs> yeah, she's she's kind of getting into it, uh, but mostly just as a pure power trip, it seems. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. They they go invest, and they notice that when you get, they're basically the people who go missing are still there. They've turned into mm. like black shells. And if you go hmm. close enough to them, you can hear them doing things inside the black shells of their bodies. Yeah, the first guy is live streaming a game. The second guy's working out. <laughs> that kind of thing. So I was like, oh, they're still in there. They're not. This isn't like a representation of them. This is them, but they're doing something inside a black, uh, like a shadowed version of mm. themselves. Yeah. It's like they've become sort of interpretative this gum within themselves. For exactly. a bit of privacy or whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely what they're going for. With the well, I think that's video. that's not what they go for because what they go for, they make it clear what they're going for. It's not that they've become introverted. It's because it's that everybody else has excluded them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not uh, as the metaphor is that you pull the curtains in around yourself. It's the curtain has been put up around you, kind of. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember which order everything when they had. So yeah. Is when's the curtain bit? Oh, we get the reveal that she uh, that she's because he's asking her about her cats and they're her grandmother's cats. Yes, that that's she's right. looking after, and it, she mentions that she had her powers before the school drifted. Yeah, so the cats she were... claims though, and she, the other thing she says is that the cats would can only could only bring her stuff in school, so she would sneak her cats into school yeah. to yes. take care of them because her because her grandmother couldn't. Um, but uh, that that she was getting stuff off Amazon then, so she's she's suggesting that other people probably had their powers yes. before this shit went Which down. We, the well. viewer, then have it confirmed that Hoshi has their power before mm-hmm. because their power informed them that the drifting was going to happen. Yeah, that's disturbing. Um, I can't, do they do they have the falling out before they go into the Twin Peaks? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's it's before her, yes. you know, as he felt like you know yeah. like, oh, I, was, I was doing a lot of work and you were just falling out laughing and they just, oh, yeah, 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 they, no, yeah. they, go in the, they go in the world first then they have the falling out then they yes. come back together and they pull the world they, down try and figure yes. it out after the next day um, yeah. so I'm not sure what I, I couldn't quite figure it out um, they like see a whoosh through reality where you can see like yes. the background just flapping like curtains and they're like wait what mm. and then they can just go they they grab it and pull the word through like what causes that and i think it's their conversation um it is. because but... obviously she's she's talking him down is like yeah no one gives a fuck about you because they're the lads are still investigating the the portals the guy who can shatter things i still have no idea how his power works it's some and sort of telekinesis i think seemingly yeah yeah, yeah. Because he can just throw himself around as well. And herself are still investigating things. And he's like, yeah, we don't even need you. Uh, yeah, we're doing fine without you, actually. And so she's kind of egging him on with that. So he's feeling introverted. So that the curtain opens for him is, I think, what happens. Is how he manages Yeah, to they're, they're reading the text messages about, which is bad mouthing both of them. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So it's making them feel bad internally. So it's pushing them away um, from society, yeah. as, as has happened to all these guys. Or it's Nagara's power. That's their theory. That's the other the thing end. as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, they, they go behind the curtains of the world and inside is basically a school hall. I think they, he, he's specifically, because they noticed this, they mentioned they noticed this previously in the school, in the... Mm. Uh, it's the oh, it's the audio video kind of place. Yeah. Because they have the blackout curtains there. It's the same yeah. blackout curtains you yes. can play films and stuff. And the yeah. floor's very much like, oh, that's the sort of floor you get in a, you only get in a school or some sort yeah. of other civic building which has a hall for performing in. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they're all they're all doing their own thing there. And they don't think they like can... I, I like your man streaming uh, Pac Man, and he's just like, yeah, nobody, nobody's watching you, dude. We're trapped <laughs> in the other world. He's like, shut up, no one was watching when I was on Earth anyway. Mm. Yeah, and then they come back yeah. and report, and they're like, do you think you can get them out there? Like, oh, I don't know. Uh, 
Uh, and then she starts. They, they don't a, seem to want yes. to come out, so but, not much we can do about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and then Mizuho starts having to go at Nagara. Nagara starts having to go at Mizuho, and they both get annoyed at each other. And then he apologizes before she has to apologize. He apologizes because when he gets back to the camp with Nozomi and Rajshani. Nozomi's like, yeah, I can't do anything without you. Asakaze's just all talk. It's useless. Yeah, he's got the telekinesis, but like, you got a real knack for this yeah. jumping down toilets, finding alternate worlds kind of thing. So, like, l- let us know when you're finished, because I assume you're nearly finished. This yes. is you're really good at this job. Like, he gets a, a confidence boost. Yes. And he's like, okay, I can be the first to apologize. Particularly because Mizuho's pointed out that Nozomi's interested in him, but he's too stupid to, to what, well, or too, uh, he's too inside himself to notice. I think he's too stupid to notice other girls might be interested in him as well, but yes. all right, fair enough. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's the other frustration Mizuho's got, is that she can yeah. see that somebody else is interested in Nagara, and uh, yeah, her way to hang out with him was to bully him <laughs> as a detective. <laughs> um, yeah, so like they, they kind of decide to work together, and they're using more of um, your man's... What, what, he makes like he, he makes an object, like a, a weird device. Yes. That is, He's got these, like, and I love, I didn't notice the last day. Maybe it was just the way the scene was, but all of them have, like, this thick white outline. Yeah. So they don't look yeah. the same reality. I'm going to guess his power must be that he can only make things that don't actually exist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So he can make a crazy little dog that can fly off into the air and explode like a rocket and shit. And it's just like, yeah, it's not a real thing. It's a weird cartoon, yeah. mad concept I came up with. Because mm. uh, we do discover that uh, one of Asakaze's mates has got a, has documented all the powers in which he gave himself oh, a that, rank. That notebook, that Midoriya type <laughs> fucking notebook where, yeah, he's like, check it out. Ooh, light up finger like an ET. Pretty cool, right? That's rank A plus. It's like, that's not very good. Well, it's more like, like a fighting game to your system where like you want to be playing a character with S, S plus plus plus. So they think, well, he's got all the fucking powers and non-powers of people written in here, but we cannot trust this because he's ranked himself very highly. <laughs> So completely useless information that would be cool. I like the way he's designed little logos for all the powers. Yes. Um, just the level of detail in this is great because your man's, um, when he's mapping out the the different worlds, like he has each world like drawn inside a different cartoon animal. Clearly that's a thing he's into. Like where, like I'll remember this easier if I draw an alligator around it. It'll be much, much easier for you to remember. That, it's, that it, other world. it's easy for teaching the rest of the class, you know. Yeah, yeah, Inside yeah, a yeah. cartoon elephant, you know, they might be able to get it across. You've got to assume a certain level of mm-hmm. education here. <laughs> uh, so the way around it is they get these weird dogs which <laughs> could, they basically pull all the curtains up. Hmm. Uh, so the guys can get back out, which then causes that world to disappear. They mentioned that the the way into that world has disappeared from the school as well. Uh, everyone apologizes. Everyone apologizes and that kind of brings them back into the community. It's you pushing them out that kept them out, basically, not their own introvertedness. But then um, Pony finds a like a school skirt, which has dropped to the ground when the curses came up, mm. and she picks it up, flips it, and then she finds herself in a jungle. And we also see Hoshi is in another world in front of an obelisk with a black sun in front uh, coming out of it. That's a bit mm. creepy shit. Um, I, I, I also like the way they were talking about, like, okay, so this this entrance to this world was in the audiovisual lab or whatever. Um, how did it leak out of other places is one of the questions they're trying to answer. And it's like, I think that's our guy's power that he actually can jump between worlds yes. or something. So like he's mm. making the portals rather than finding them. So he pulled them out of the, um, the he pulled the entire school out of that one fucking entirely black uh, sea kind of thing because he jumped with her. Yeah. And that's why they sent him into the toilet first. Because <laughs> it's just like, oh, he's good at this. Yeah, he's good at jumping into the world. So, mm. uh. Yeah, and I guess how she's been told about a saviour, presumably by the mysterious voice. Um, and that's the last mm. line, a saviour. I wonder who that could be. They're obviously going to presume with themselves. Yeah, 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 for sure. They're going to be a bad prophet. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 
It's an amazing show. Absolutely. I was like, well, yep. as soon as it took like the turn into Twin Peaks, I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> even more on board than I was before. Yeah, it's pretty all right. I, I, I still admire his tenacity of, no, we're not going to have an opening credits bit where it's like, they're all running in a field or some shit like that. Nope. Or yeah, you get yeah. end credits, blank as this like fun blank end credits, and plays a song over it. It, it, it. It's a pretty rad song, but no. Yes. Yeah, like I, I think that would kind of take from it. These aren't like character. I mean, like they are to some extent, but they're not character archetypes as usually uh, depicted in anime. They're, these are presented as these are fucking students. They're some of them are pretty smart, some of them are dumb as shit. Um, the guy went. I, I presume someone else would report the crime, so I didn't report the crime. It's like, yeah, they're just they're as capable of human fallibility, and it's like, dude, two ladies are interested in you. What is wrong with you? It's very yeah. obvious to an outsider, but not obvious to him because yeah. you know. I presume there would be a rule at some point that we'll get him to see that because at the moment the rules that keep coming across are uh, kind of nudge, trying to trying to nudge the kids towards certain behaviors. You know, maybe yes. uh, you know be fair. In- exchange in all your dealings uh maybe don't try or just exclude people even if you don't you know do it inadvertently just try to look out for people that's one of the things they're they're talking about is like is this a test like are we learning things like maybe we shouldn't push people out of society and then blame them for being introverted that kind of thing yeah for sure maybe you should let cats pick their own food (laughs) (laughs) that was my not that was my favorite bit was not that. My favorite bit was how funny Cap found the argument she was having with her cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like the nice touch of like cutting back to Pony and Cap's just going, <laughs> like this is the funniest <laughs> thing he's ever seen. Uh, felt very real pet ownership stuff. It like, is, yeah. 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 Uh, but it's also like, oh, the cats can, uh, the cats can choose to alter the orders if they wish bring an alternative i'm just i'm just gonna add in fucking snacks for me on that order is that cool yeah okay yeah yeah you know if they haven't got out of stock they'll find a special replacement all our pasta next best thing cat treats all of the milk next best thing cat treats i'm really worried they're going to get back to the world and she's actually going to have bought all that on amazon it's just going to ruin her financially <laughs> why did i buy that castle ah stupid <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's the other guy thing about her power. It's like that, that bit early on where they do the detective and it just cuts to them in the jungle and she's got that chaise lounge <laughs> that she's lying on. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty great. And she, the cats bring them lunch and shit? Yes. Like, I, I've, ordered the, I've ordered the couch so we can sit here and have lunch. Oh, here's the lunch now. Um, the other bit that I thought was interesting, you can kind of see the different cliques forming with, um, like, a guy said, hey, why don't you hang out with me? He's like, yeah, you just want me for my stuff. And then it kind of cuts to a girl in this weird uh, obelisk thing that they're living in. And it just has, like, no cats written on the thing. It's like, yeah, of course she isn't going to live with mm. these assholes. <laughs> they just want her stuff, not her cats. For her uh, grandma's cats, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. more product placement on that lunch that they got, which is first kitchen. Uh, dear. I, is... I'm, I'm honestly not minding. I'm surprised. No. I, I think Amazon missed the trick here. Um, oh, <laughs> they could have got in on the ground floor. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is so funny that yes, this this show set in an alternate dimension has the most product placement I've seen in quite a while. <laughs> well, she has to order actual products, otherwise it's not very real. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we get a drift in the north and. Universe, you know, you're just going to try to latch on to what's familiar. So mm. your conscious or subconscious mind is going to apparate that chalk ice you've been craving. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's a subsidiary of Wendy's is the uh, first kitchen. Mm. The burgers did look ridiculously big. They did, did yeah. I was like, I was watching it uh, when I was hungry before I threw my dinner on the floor. Um, <laughs> I was like, do I order? It'll never be as good as that. <laughs> Uh, right, moving on before I cry about losing my dinner uh, <laughs> 15 minutes before we started the podcast. <laughs> I Tsushima, episode five. Uh, what were they up to in this episode? Bugs. Withstanding an insect attack. That was mm-hmm. it, yes. The cat is, or Tsushima is not fussed, but I do not fear the insects. Soji-chan does, uh, but they're always overreacting to these things anyway. Mm-hmm. I think uh, my favorite joke was, was like, hey, I can't I can't reach. Do I have a stink bug on my back? He's like, he's kind of just looking. He's like, you don't have a stink bug on your back. And then she leaves and has like three different large bugs on her back. <laughs> no stink bugs there. No stink bugs. 
Uh, a wasp's got in. <laughs> Sushima, save was, me. I would be fine if it was a wasp. It's a fucking bee. Bees are harmless. Uh, well, I love this. It's like this mouse is there. It's like the the eyes just farming around. It's probably still catfish, but the eyes is running around. It's just going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's a cheap animation, but it's a very funny thing. And then he just lies the fuck down. He's like, "Well, it'll go away in its own time. Not my problem." Yeah, in one of the web ones, there was a bit where she thinks that uh, he's got the hoof with her and uh, is ignoring her, but he's just actually just staring at a bug. <laughs> Uh, he's a, he's a very chill cat, and that's why we like him. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember our cats ever being that chill about bugs. Maybe, maybe it's once you hit that certain level of roundness that yeah. you, you you're just like ah, fuck it, it'll go away. Is it worth the calories? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then it is Dragon Quest: The Adventure of Die, Episode Forty Two: The Field of Death. Oh, what a lighthearted episode! episode this is going to be <laughs> well first of all pop's dad and your fella share a drink because that was a bloody good sword i made those darklings we live a very long life and it can lead you to get lazy uh but you know what i've made good use of my life because i made an absolutely fucking amazing sword it's, and it's a Definitely different drink from when you're drinking yourself to death it's it's more so it's like i deserve this now. yes yeah happy out drink yeah uh, and then, yeah, everyone's happy that uh, Dai completely destroyed that giant walking castle. Uh, well, except for, you know, Miss Burn. Merle's like... Oh, yeah, not, not, not happy about that at all. Crash the company car and the company, <laughs> come to think of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, but Merle r- rushes out, always leaps off the battlement to warn Dai that uh, everyone else is in trouble, so get the heck over there. Um, yeah, Miss Burn's losing it. Um, he's talking more than he's ever talked before about what a terrible mistake he's made. Uh, but uh, so Pop uses this to try and bring him down, but all he does is give him a spell for him to absorb and fire back at them. Hmm. He absorbs it into his like black hole looking chest thing and um, mm. shoots it back with more. Like it's like, did he reflect that? Did he cast reflect on me? It's like, and even Crocodile's like, no, dude, I don't know about magic, but that was more powerful than your spell. He's gone nuclear. He's melting down in the very literal sense. He's going to, he's going to explode and take us all with him. So, yeah, he's 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 crashed the boss's castle. And uh, he's kind of like, well, I guess I'll reveal my ultimate super secret power now. And, um, yeah, they're kind of going like, oh, shit, we didn't realize he was more powerful. But they're the... saved by... <laughs> saved, question mark. By, by the... Kilburn! Yes. Uh, 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 that's not in your contract. You know you can't yes. uh, go full out super death mode without the King Vern's permission. You know that, right? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you're right. They'd also stop oh, talking, talking so much. Now. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favourite right. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Um, I'm just quite happily doing it. And so they're kind of like, oh shit, we're killed. Like a guy who's shown up to kill the guy who was kicking our ass. Are we in trouble? And he's like, all right, everyone, we got to go. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> and his name is Kill. Oh, <laughs> I wonder what he does for a living. Mm. Takes Pop a very long time to figure that out when they're facing up down because Pop was out the handball and saying, we're not letting them get away. Zoom. It's like, no, Pop, you dumbass. You'll be You're the only one who can fly among us. We can't come with you to help. And the, you, we couldn't fight that one guy. So what makes you think we can fight the two guys? Yeah. And also, that yeah. And we get the reveal that Kilvin's job is that he's the guy Vern sends out to kill the commanders when Vern's unhappy with the commanders. Crocodile's very useful for like giving out plot information. I'll give him that. We're just like I've never seen him because you only see him when he comes to fucking murder you. Um, which which he's like, oh shit, things are going very badly if that's if he's just out in the open kind of thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes. So he he's gonna fight Pop. And he's got his special scythe with a death whistle inside it. Um, which even if he misses you, he'll kill you with the noise the scythe makes which i assume is the equivalent of thwack kathwack all those instant kill spells. yeah it, it seems to be like a, an illusion spell that eventually takes like your motor skills away um first you're like sight and then the rest of your motor skills but i like the idea where it pops like how did he cast the spell he didn't say anything or di- he didn't use verbal semantic or component fucking things it's like ah it's the fucking whistle in his in his thing that that's the verbal component of his spell mm. yeah Again, just 
like the master of deduction is it's like what do you think my job is this is like okay i work I'm dressed all in black i carry mm-hmm. big size i'm called kilburn the reaper all right all right <laughs> what do you think <laughs> yeah oh this is pop oh this is pop um, that's okay he dies here and he cracks the scythe which then leaves them at an on pass they can't they're both like ah we've run out of all of our moves neither of us could beat each other we both want to stay in five but we both want to run away yes mm. but quite that, a predicament but, uh, but that guy hasn't even used his sword yet um but who should save the day for the bad guys but Hadlar, who is now both a Rao and a Giver. I, I like I like the way he comes in because it's the, sec- the exact same as his first entrance when he went to kill Evan, but I was just amped up because he's amped up the fuck. He's so extra, extra spikes, extra lightning, extra <laughs> walking on water like the dark savior that he is. Hmm. And he's basically, okay, die. I want an honourable fight. The rest of you guys, keep out of it. Just me and you. Like he says, oh, I've cast away my pride. But it's just like, just you and me, die. We'll do this. I I, want to get you specifically. It's like, it doesn't sound like you've cast away all your pride, dude. No. You still want to beat up this child. So (laughs) Still feels like, yes, you're very much a matter full of pride. But, uh... The sword is then like fucking Defcon one. Boop, boop. He lets itself like, out, basically. Yeah. It's like, and he's like, I, I oh, put, this is serious then. Die, put that away. You gotta save that from killing, like, you know, all the other big bad guys. This is a big bad guy. If I don't fucking pull this out right now, he's gonna kill it all of us. You understand that, right? <laughs> the sword knows it. Ah. <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah, man, I kind of wanted, if I run a D&D game again, I might nick that idea for a sword, which you can only use when it, the sword decides that it's. <laughs> the time to be used like is that is you you could do it like the sword has decided to be used like you hand them the dice for that sword yeah. basically it's it like, a massive oh, pile of dice you can now use <laughs> <laughs> that would be rad actually yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. i just feel like i did just i didn't let off this would be like war and that's my goal okay we've had a little standoff here it's more to show off how terrifying opponent Kilburn would be when they'll, they'll fight him later but mm. no we're gonna bring in someone else so someone comes in from from backstage to break into this like four fatal four-way <laughs> this tag team match and he's going to mess up the whole thing for everybody but mm. ah, yeah let's just let's keep on going it's a the pressure up while while it's up yeah. mm. 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 Dwayne you watched My Hero Academia did you want to say a quick word about uh let's see episode 105 the hellish Todoroki family i had to watch it with that title come on i couldn't not um the it has like your your kind of thing of they're trying to keep up with endeavor and they, they the rest of the guys can see they're working really hard and i was just like yeah, yeah, yeah. but then endeavor's like i have to think about my family's past in my office for a while and i was just like this i i'm seeing all this with a whole new fucking context some caught up with the comics i'm just like a lot's been unsaid here but um it's pretty good when you I, I i'd love to be able to watch it with like fresh eyes but i was kind of thinking of all the stuff that's been revealed in the meantime um but the best part is obviously the really awkward family dinner which is initially like fantastic and has a bunch of food porn shots of just like delicious looking food um Bakugo even compliments it by giving out that everyone's ruining the, the delicious tofu. Because he doesn't say it. It's like, you're ruining the tofu. It's like, clear he's enjoying the tofu, but he is giving out to do it. I was like, that's great. But lots of people having, like, quiet conversations. Like, oh, father is like this way. I wanted to get the family back together. And everyone's hearing because the walls are literally made of the fucking paper in this old-fashioned mansion. So everyone's listening in on everyone else's conversation. I was like, this is so awkward. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Because you're not there. <laughs> yeah. You know, if I was there, it'd be terrible. Like, there's several shots where it cuts to Bakugo and Midoriya, and they're they're just like, Ugh, like halfway with a mouthful of food kind of thing. It's like, let's go outside we... for a cigarette. I are two fifteen years old. Let's go outside for a cigarette. <laughs> it's so awkward. It's very fun to watch. Yeah, I did enjoy that. Uh but when are they going to get to the arc they should have done before this? That they seem to have skipped over. Like, uh, I, I, I thought one of the things they were suggesting at the end of this, I was like, oh, I actually forgot that villain showed up. I was like, wait, is this the guy from the new movie or something like that? That's the only reason I can think of it. They really want to do this arc because this, the movie is set during this arc or something like that? 
with Endeavor uh, and stuff. Oh, Hellish Tower Rocky Family was actually last week's episode. This week's was The Unforgiven. Uh, Am I behind? You're behind then. Oh yeah. dear, how did that happen? Oh well. Ah, okay. Well, it's I mean like The Unforgiven also I mean like it sounds like a western, but it it also sounds good of <laughs> Falk Endeavor. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> Well, the, the show Tor- wants you to forgive him a little. Yes. Sure, yeah. Well, the head of Total Rocket Party could be a Westerner as well, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the Hetfield versus the McCoys versus the Total Rockies. But we all did watch. Welcome to Demon School and Rubicon, episode sixteen. The name of this feeling is Talking mm. Heads. No, uh, it's anger. <laughs> He's pissed off for the first time. Um. Hmm. And then Alice is like, I feel so terrible. I didn't notice that the rumor was angry. Mm. Um, and uh, hey, the other guy, well, yeah. Um, I can never, uh, what's the uh, IMAS guy? A, because with a, a guy. That's it. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's angry as well. And Sabnock's like, well, if my rival's getting angry, I'm going to get angry as well. We're going to rescue these kids. And then Balam's <laughs> like, oh, you're not called the misfit class for nothing. <laughs> I better run along. Um, so yeah, they they're running around rescuing kids. Uh, the Kalego group—they've got a plan, uh, and they execute it with a plomb. Uh, they uh, first of all distract him, distract the monster, which now has a slightly different translation name, which makes much more sense. Uh, mountain bull or something. Yes, yeah, mm. that he did last week. Um, yeah, they um, can we distracts him by using his power to talk to animals, and they loads of demon birds distract it, so it looks up in one direction, so they can. They've also f- taken away its hearing, so that you can't. Yes. You can sneak up on the fucker. They fly in, mm-hmm. take away its hearing, um, and drop jazz off in its ear, and then they take back its hearing. It'll give back its hearing, and then he blows his rape whistle that his brother gave him. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it's a, a whistle to make the police leave you alone when you've nicked, cop, you're caught cop, nicking so. something. Uh, the police are going to hurt you either way. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the thing of his brother going like, oh, I'll give you this. It's like, I don't even fucking want this. Why are you giving me shit? It's like, oh, I, I bet, okay, if you use it, you have to pay me money. And it's like, he would later regret this decision as it's one of his aces that he keeps in his pocket. It's like, oh, I don't want to use the whistle because I have to pay my brother a, like a fee, basically. Yeah. Yeah, his brother's like, he's like, well, why don't you want it? Like, I'm, too, I, I'm too good, I don't need it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't get caught. This is if you get caught, because you suck. Yeah, yeah, standard older brother stuff. Yeah, so he blows in the thing's ear, and it falls over, collapses, and they celebrate too early. <laughs> <laughs> they have no follow-through. They're just like, we did it! We defeated the monster! Anyone want to go check on the monster? Nah, it's probably dead. Let's not turn around. Nope, that rumbling you hear is definitely not the monster waking up. Mm. Uh, so then Kalego has to finish it off. I appreciate that he was just on the sidelines going like, let's just see how they do. All right, they fucked up the follow through, but that's that's fine. Uh, I brought my dog and I have taught it how to give a paw, which is good enough in the situation. 35s and 40s. You just scrape a pass. I suppose I'll help you out. Yes. Also, him imposing for the fucking photo. I was just oh, yes. like, he pulls, pulls up a chair on the monster. It's like he's holding a book. He's like, fucking selfie. Come on, let's go. Um, so this is be the competition then. Like, yes. Who is the most fun destroying yes. their monster? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he's finally having, Kalega's finally having fun at this park. <laughs> He wants them to take a fucking picture to commemorate it. Yeah, he's having a great fucking time. Oh, so uh, cool, then. <laughs> uh, this was so lame. At <laughs> uh, uh, Opera and the Girls, uh, they... Uh, I can never remember all her names now. Uh, Clara. Carolee yeah. uh, uh, Elisabetta. Carolee uh, and Elisabetta. And- yeah, they run off. Well, they're told to run off. Uh, yeah, they're or, told to go run and hide. Yeah, Opera's told yeah. to, it says, leave it to me, you four go. But Amory stays behind because it's her responsibility as student president. Also, she's incredibly powerful due to her fat bloodline trait in her family, which is just severe delusions, which explains <laughs> exactly <laughs> her personality all through the series. I mean, so it explains her dad. It explains a lot of fucking shit, honestly. It's, it's very good. Um, but yeah, they're just like, okay... Now that we've put the girls who are vulnerable away, we'll all be fine. And yeah. Clara's just hanging off the fucking tail of this. What was it? A jaguar mouse? Yes. Something? Um, yeah. and it's, 
they're just like, God fucking damn it. God damn it. Mm. But, but, but Bramery has that power. And it works even better. But you've got a really catchy pop song in your head. One that might be sung right right, right this moment inside in the, inside in the evacuation shelter. Because, mm. hey, Kimberly, it's like the show must go on. I got to calm these people down. The, the song, children are but... crying. People are panicking. There's only one thing that could save this scenario of a disaster. Idols, obviously, is the yes. only thing that could save it. Yeah, uh, we all know this. And a song about how girls in love are in—is in, it indestructible or undefeatable? I can't remember. Invincible. Invincible. In, in, yeah. in something that is positive and something that you could sing to yourself as you're beating yes. the shit out of a giant mouse. It's just really um, cool I, that the concerts going on, people yeah. smoke the glow sticks and stuff, and then everybody's going like, "Girl in love can't be done." Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it under her breath and just pointing a monster to bits. And she's kind of going like, "I heard this song once, and it was fucking rad." So I incorporated it into my beatdowns, basically. <laughs> and just her kind of humming away to herself, like not not singing it entirely in key. I was just like, "This is fucking. It's very yes, well put together." And opera like just was getting Clara out of the way and he's like no I want to see how she fucking does against this this is rad as hell <clears throat> he could have stepped in but he was just like no 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 she's she's doing fine yeah and that's where the animation really picks up for this episode is her yeah, fight yeah. Uh, she mm. essentially goes super saiyan uh, purely through self-belief because um, even when it tries to make her doubt herself it, she still just bl- plows straight through <laughs> I feel like that's also like setting up the weakness of her where it's going to be like, I think she kind of doubt, not doubts herself with a roommate, but it's kind of like, oh, it's the boy. I like, oh, does he know I like him? Does he like me? And that self-doubt could give her a moment of weakness in a given yes. scenario as well. So, but yeah, on her own, she'll just fucking kick ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then after she's kicked ass, Opera is like, oh, uh, you did so well. It might be a position when you finish school. You might position for you under the uh, the chairman. You can come into work in our household. And, you can uh, come work under me, and yes. then I'll train you in. And she's like, "No, I'm going to work with my dad." It's like, wait a minute, that's a rumor lives in that house. That means I work for rumor. That's basically married. That's basically rumor lives in rumor's house. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good because it's like the same thing which had just powered her up. We then get to see why she's so powerful, and she goes into another marriage delusion that she has. Mm. So much time for reading comics then. <sighs> yeah, and then she kind of turns to Opera and says to them, "Like, is it is just like I'll fucking consider your offer actually because yes. you very I I shouldn't just shoot you down like that. Like, I should really yes. consider it. I'll let I'll let you know. It's like I'm definitely doing that now. <laughs> if I do a gap year there, yes. you know, but she's like there? she's like two years ahead of Aruma, so she's gonna finish school yes. before him. So she'd have those fucking two years to just seal the deal, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, yeah. And then they turn to Clara. And it's like, why were you out here anyway, Clara? I thought you might need some weapons, and pulls out an axe. And then I like that. Opera goes, yes, I will have a weapon. I'll have a secret weapon. <laughs> Uh, like for lack of like delight on his face on, the, on their face, where it's just like, yeah, give me um, give me a cool weapon, actually. Uh, so I'm guessing that's going to be a fun joke. Yeah, I just but, wonder whether, mm. it, yeah, whether she, if yeah, if it, she can pull out an abstract thing like a secret weapon out of her pocket. Yeah, is it just physical objects or metaphysical ones? Mm. Yeah. Uh, how does it end? I can't, it's with the lads again, isn't it? I think at the end. Yeah, it's 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 them face like probably about to face the dragon. Oh yeah, uh, it's because the then uh, yeah, Agares and Aruba are rescuing kids, and mm. Alice and Sabnock have already started beating up the dragon, uh, much to Aruba's <laughs> annoyance. <laughs> we'll help by fighting the monster. Yes. It's like mother, just help people first. Oh. Uh, they're doing the usual uh, thing. If I'm fine with you fighting that monster, just don't get in my way. You don't get in my way. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are weird. They they don't even realize that they're mates at this stage. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, and yeah, they've got similar sort of uh, uh, relationship to Aruba. But obviously, one sees him as a rival. One is there to ensure that Aruba takes the throne as is intended. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm curious. Does Sab- have we had Sabnock's bloodline power? If he's got one, or is he just like brute force? Yeah, no, he's he, that's is that just like done. biting down the metal. He bites the metal. And oh, makes that's it. Yeah. Of so it, it's Alice. We don't know if he's got one. Um, uh, he, he might just be really good at general magic. Yeah, he can the, summon. Just, he can do spells without needing to say them or anything. So yeah, because that, 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 that was the thing they pointed out with Amory as well, wasn't it? Is that mm. she's sixth rank, so her ability with magic is 
off the charts. She just has to think the spell and it happens. The defense spell happens. Yeah. She doesn't have to recite anything or anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is so much better than the equivalent arc in the first series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like they don't even seem to be trying to draw it out the way they did. Um, no, the I assume they'll defeat these beasts and then we'll have to deal with the six fingers and mm, Amy mm. again and and the other guys in the prison as well. Mm, mm. Uh, oh, I did like the fact that Renove was being dragged along as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, why am I here? So, like, we're bringing you with. Didn't want to be there. I was like, he'd be good for distracting the monsters, but maybe that's for the <laughs> dragon. Yeah, you, you, you just kite the monster and then uh, yeah, exactly. bring him right down our way. <laughs> uh, and that's it for the week. Mm. Short one. Next week, we'll be back to two episodes of Great Pretender. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, don't think we have to resist yet. No, it's the following week. I'll have to resist watching Shaman King. Um, uh-huh. So we'll be back here next Wednesday with more of the same. Mm-hmm. Goodbye hmm. for now. Bye. Nice. Find yourselves out there. <laughs>